This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Good afternoon, New York, and the rest of our listeners around the globe. My name is June Stoyer, and I'm the host of the Organic View Radio Show. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Zoom, and you can also visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. If you'd like to be on the show or would like to find out about sponsorship opportunities, please contact us at questions at theorganicview.com. Today's show is sponsored by coronatools.com, the nation's leader in garden and landscaping tools. Listeners of The Organic View can receive 20% off their coronatools.com purchase by using the coupon code ORGVIEW. That's O-R-G-V-I-E-W. For more promotional offers, please visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. And don't forget to check out our contest section. One of the most respected champions of environmental issues, human rights, and wildlife is New Jersey Senator Raymond Lesniak. He has a reputation for not backing down and fighting for the rights of those who cannot speak for themselves, namely wildlife. On today's show, he will join me to talk about several efforts that he's working on that will not only benefit wildlife, but will create an example for other states to follow when it comes to protecting our environment. Good afternoon, Senator, and welcome back to the show. Well, glad to be back, and thank you very much for that very kind and very accurate description of me. <laughs> well, you are by far one of the biggest heroes I've ever had on the show, and all the work that you do really does set an example for so many other people to follow, not just here in the United States, but abroad. Well, yeah, and, and indeed, by the way, you know, I recently came off a campaign for the Democratic nomination for governor, uh, which I lost. I didn't have the money uh, to compete against the uh, ultimate winner, but I did it because I wanted a, a bigger platform to speak from so that not only can I get things done for New Jersey, but across the nation and indeed internationally, uh, whether it be for social justice or animal protection or the environment. Uh, but I plan on staying active uh, on those issues and expanding whatever I can do to provide whatever is necessary to save this planet, to save our animals, and to provide uh, a, a an atmosphere for America that is, quite frankly, not very troubling these days uh, under the Trump administration. Thank you. Senator, can you talk about your efforts to pass Nosey's Law? I got uh, that. And by the way, Nosey's Law, for for folks who, who don't know, Nosey is a very, very old and uh, handicapped uh, elephant who performs in circuses with uh, children riding on on her and and going up blocks. And, and by the way, more important than that, even beyond Nosey, is any wild animal, particularly elephants, being kept confined in spaces, uh, uh, narrow spaces for 23 hours out of the day, if not more. It's, it's inhumane. It's cruel. It's a cruel practice. So uh, in honor of Nosey, uh, I named the, the bill Nosey's Law that passed the Senate back in October in New Jersey. 
and has yet to move in the assembly because it's been blocked by one committee chair. That happens in politics, but I'm very confident that we'll be able to maneuver around him when we get back into session after November and expand it to all wild animals, uh, just as some cities have done. I think even one state, if I'm not mistaken, I believe New York State or is it Illinois? Not sure. Has banned Illinois has banned uh, all traveling circuses for wild animals. And that's what we will do in New Jersey. I expect to get that done by the end of the year. Thank you. The annual fall bear hunt is sadly approaching. Can you talk about Petal's Law and the efforts that have been made? I have not been as successful with Petal's Law, nor am I optimistic about stop being able to stop the October and December bear hunt uh, in in New Jersey. My, this bill would uh, ban uh, any bear hunts for five years, while methods uh, for to for non-lethal methods to reduce any any aggressive behavior by bears uh, with uh, humans are taken. For instance, banning bear baiting, which acclimates bears to human food, which they can sense from far away and and attracts them into into residential areas where oftentimes the residents will just leave garbage on, on the side. So another thing would be required to require in bear areas, bear resistant containers, and to have local ordinances require that put their trash in bear resistant containers. Also, the cruel practice, only Alaska, uh, besides New Jersey, allows killing of baby bear cubs. That is just so abhorrent. Killing a bear unnecessarily uh, is abhorrent in and of itself, but killing a cub is just shocks the conscience, and New Jersey allows it. That, under Governor Christie, I think we're going to have to wait for another governor before we can stop that, but uh, whomever is the next governor, uh, I'm certain, and I will keep on on it uh, to stop this unnecessary killing of bears in the state of New Jersey. Is hunting very popular in the state of New Jersey currently? We have a very, very active uh, outdoorsman uh, sportsman alliance. Indeed, this uh, Governor Christie has stacked the Fish and Game Council, which makes recommendations on such thing as whether a bear hunt is necessary, whether we allow foothold traps uh, to trap all kinds of animals and make them suffer while they're in the in the trap. And we're often we've seen horrible instances of chewing a leg a leg off to get out of that. Things like that. Uh, that council is dominated by by hunters. I, I will tell you, I'm not personally against hunting for food, uh, but if you want to get, if you want to have fun shooting a weapon, uh, by the way, I was a sharpshooter myself in the in the army. Go to a range, uh, unless unless you're going to hunt for food. Uh, I, I do not object to that, but just for fun, for trophies. Indeed, I'm the proud sponsor of the law in New Jersey that forbids transportation of any exotic trophies coming from uh, 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 Africa and other parts of, 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 of the world to cut 
to cut back on trophy hunting. So, yes, New Jersey uh, has a, a, a good degree of hunting. But, for instance, bear baiting, that's not hunting. That's that's killing fish in a barrel. That uh, that's that's not a sports person. Uh, that's that's just luring a uh, that's really target practice against a an animal that does not deserve to die. And I think most hunters would agree with you about that from the hunters that I've spoken to, even something as barbaric as canned hunting is something that they frown upon. They feel that it's not something that is ethical. Well, that's correct. And they say that, but unfortunately, that voice isn't being heard in the New Jersey Fishing Game Council, which makes the recommendations. I'm going to change that one way or the or the other. So uh, a- after this current hunt, which unfortunately I just testified before that they don't seem to be inclined to back off of, and I don't see a way we can stop it, but we got to make sure that we, we th- this is the last time it happens. Well, they listen to the people if enough people rally and sign petitions and stand up against this. I wish I could say yes, but we've had we've gone that route before and it has not worked. We have to change leadership uh, in in the state, both at the governor's level, level and the legislative level. And that's where uh, petitions and political activism, you need more than petitions. Anybody can sign a petition, but they have to get out there and vote and register to vote and become active. Indeed, I'm starting an organization, launching an organization. This is a little bit ahead of time. You're going to get a preview. But uh, after after uh, Labor Day, uh, turning your passion into action, which will do exactly that. But we have petitions galore, petitions, 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 but they don't work unless you put it into action. And that's what this organization will be doing. Well, I look forward to having you coming back at some point to talk about that, and I would love to participate. I think that is absolutely fantastic, and I think it's something that we truly need, especially with all these different issues that you're trying to bring about change for. In regards to your lawsuit against Exxon, can you take a moment and provide a little bit of the history about this lawsuit and why you've decided to personally sue them? Sure. Well, first of all, I lived, grew, was was born, lived, and grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, as Bruce Springsteen uh, said, uh, beneath that giant Exxon sign. And Exxon has had a refinery next door in the Bayway section of, of Linden, w- within sight of where I grew up, uh, a refinery that has been operating for over a century and indeed polluting our environment, our streams, our natural uh, resources, our air for over 100 years. And uh, the New Jersey DEP over 10 years ago, or about 10 years ago, no, over 10 years ago, I'm sorry, started a lawsuit uh, to uh, make Exxon pay for the natural damages that they have occurred. They put in evidence of $8.9 billion of damage and the Christie administration settled the case for $225 million, which was an absolute disgrace and has gotten everybody upset. Even worse, they threw in, in that settlement, goodies for Exxon, where Exxon actually walks away from the case with about a billion dollars of liability that they won't uh, 
have because of the settlement. So Exxon walked away from this case under Governor Christie's uh, settlement, winning even even though this $225 million they have to pay out, that's a small amount. And, and indeed, they're, they're actually making money out of this lawsuit, which is a total absolute disgrace. And I'm not going to let them get away with it. We I sued uh, at the trial court level. The, the judge denied my suit, but he actually did say in his uh, lawsuit that one of the points gave him pause to think, and that is in the settlement, Exxon is allowed to uh, to defer its responsibility to clean up Morris Creek in Linden, which the cleanup cost is estimated at 770, 772, sorry, $775 million. And until refinery operations cease on the site. And my law requires cleanups to be done promptly. That's certainly not promptly. It could be forever. So I'm very confident that when we have oral argument, which is scheduled for September 11th, uh, before the appellate division, that I will have this uh, settlement reversed and we'll get back to the uh, to the trial judge and have New Jersey get the... Uh, the a a settlement or a an award more likely that reflects the 8.9 billion dollars of damage that Exxon has caused to our natural resources over over for over a century of pollution. I remember, I think it was in high school or maybe elementary school, the Exxon oil spill in Alaska. And mm. Valdez, yes, Valdez. It's amazing that this company continues to wreak havoc wherever, whenever, and goes unscathed. They just a, get away with it. And and they get away with it because of, of political incompetence and sellouts, and that's what Governor Christie has done. He's very close to uh, the Exxon chairman, who is now the Secretary of State of the United States under Donald Trump, and and I I am not going to let him get away w- with it. They've gotten away with far too much. Indeed, the eight, even if we get the eight point nine billion dollars, if we got the total, I don't expect anywhere near that. But I'll take half of it. Uh, it, it represents about two weeks of profits. Uh, for ExxonMobil. That's that's how wow. little it matters to ExxonMobil, but for our natural resources and the people of the state of New Jersey who deserve more, it represents a lot. Speaking of which, what about the people of New Jersey that have been impacted by this contamination? How do you propose that local government can protect our water supply? Well, that's that's a big issue, particularly, again, with Donald Trump, uh, uh, EPA, uh, not not taking action against companies and a lot of these polluters uh, having uh, his ear. They have to use the courts. Uh, it's as simple as, as as that. Take action as I have to uh, protect their 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 residents. That's that's the only avenue that they they have, or or their state governments if they have. A, a governor who is uh, who is on the side of the people. Unfortunately, by the way, we do not have that in New Jersey with Chris Christie. Yeah, that's uh, 
evidently seems to be the only consistent thing that he's doing. Um, it's unfortunate because I remember growing up, I always heard comments about New Jersey because of all the widespread contamination, and here you are trying to clean things up. And you would think that somebody who represents the state of New Jersey would aggressively want to clean up the environment. Well, you would think, but uh, Chris Christie is a political animal first and foremost, and he has shown that he doesn't represent the people. He only represents himself and his own political ambitions, and that has been unfortunate for the state. And it's reflected in the fact that his approval rating is at a incredibly low 15% here in New Jersey. Well, Senator, all the things that you're working on are truly remarkable. And thank you for everything that you're doing, because I know what you're doing in the state of New Jersey will, in fact, impact other states and hopefully impact New York, which is where I live. And I know so many people love you. You could see it on social media. I sincerely hope that when you do launch this new initiative, you will have the time to come back to share that with our listeners as well. Uh, anytime, as I've said, uh, on these issues, particularly with regard to protecting animals from extinction and cruelty, I'll go anywhere, anytime, any place to, to help out. Folks, please check out the companion article, which will appear on theorganicview.com. Thank you for tuning in. This has been June Stoyer with your Organic Food Radio Show. Have a great afternoon. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.